The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 716. We're, we were well rested. <laughs> we got a little bit of extra time to sleep because we accidentally tripped and fell into the bed to end the last episode. It's fine. We are totally in control of our faculties. No worries, right, Wolfie? So let's secure that last episode's hidey hole. Grab Wolfie. Organize a bit of the inventory and continue west to those far lands in Minecraft beta. 173. Speaking of Minecraft Beta 173, after recording that episode, I went ahead and loaded up the Combat Canyon testing world. Well, that sheep just disappeared. It just vanished. Like a like a Jedi. Became one with the Force. Um, yeah, I went to the Combat Canyon world and just to test, slept, and uh, just to see if there was a way to cancel sleeping so I could like properly end an episode when that happens and there is not there's no way there's no way to cancel sleeping in Minecraft beta 173 a lot of people thought there might be a leave bed button but that only happens in multiplayer servers and uh, this is not a multiplayer server even like the current versions of Minecraft I'm not sure when they started doing that was it version 1.0 1.4 or something they, uh, every time you play single-player Minecraft now, it's actually just running a... Oh, there goes my shears. It's actually just running a local server instance, so you have all the same functions as a server. Not not here. <laughs> you, you go to bed, you stay in bed. You, you, you're, you're, you're out. So we gotta be perhaps a little bit more careful. It certainly is interesting and uh, entertaining <laughs> to just accidentally fall asleep, but just gotta gotta be gotta be a bit more aware of where I'm clicking. Maybe I gotta teach myself to do a full bar lines or bust outro and then place the bed, just in case I happen to click on it again. I'll I'll be ready. I'll be ready for it. But uh, yeah, hopefully everybody enjoyed that. This episode, however, that really wasn't a segue to anything, uh, is, is coming out to, you, uh, out to you in your faces on Thursday, November 15th, 2018, episode 716. And over at farlandsabus.com, you can keep donating to Direct Relief for up to $19,481.91. Thank you, everybody, who continues to donate and who continues to bring us closer and closer to our to our goal. Look at that single slab of snow. It's fro it's a frosty morning on the trees. Oh yeah, farlandsandbus.com the uh, the link for uh, donating takes you to Tiltify. That's the that is the chip-in widget of the modern age, you could say. <laughs> Remember that? Oh man, chip-in. Woo. 
Good times. Um, so yeah, continuing on here. Continuing on. This uh, episode is also being recorded on Twitch. Just FYI, in case I start to have conversations with people who are not there. <laughs> That's where they are. They're on Twitch. Whoa, but uh, that actually wasn't... Okay. <laughs> I, I skillfully avoided it, and then when going back to in investigate, fell right in. Oh, hello. It's fine. It's fine. We're doing great. It was totally on purpose. Boink, boink. Boink. So yeah, we have actually started playing the new versions. Sort of. Because uh, the, the patron server... I have a Patreon, by the way. Patreon.com slash uh Was reset to 113. The, the underwater aquatic updates. So, reset and... Played a couple times on there so far. Joined in. Built a cabin. A cabin on an island. It it pretty much resembles the upside angle house, but but the upside of the upside. Regular side angle. And uh yeah. It's interesting stuff. I don't know that I'm still going to get fully into it <laughs> like uh another game might catch my attention. But Dabbling. Dabbling in some of the newer versions. Just a little dabble here and there. What else is new? Not much. <laughs> Not much at all. Um, talked about Juno's birthday already. Didn't I? When, was the, when did the last episode go up? Was that before or after? I got a... I realize there's, these are coming out steady, at least once a week. Obviously not quite the the amount they used to. But we're still doing it. People are still amazed that I'm continuing on. We always get comments about that. But, uh, yeah. I didn't get Juno a cake. I did get her a a large bone-shaped cookie that said happy birthday and a, a doggy cupcake. The cakes were like 25 bucks. And I'm like, would it be entertaining? Yes. But she doesn't know. <laughs> I, I got a little just a little uh, thing, a uh, happy birthday cookie and a cupcake. And I tried out, I got some cod skins. Like dried cod skins. Uh, she ate those up and woo! Not getting those again. Because that brings on some impressive, some impressive fishy dog breath. So she had, Juno had her birthday. No, I think I already did talk about this. I'm surprised that it's already the middle of November. Whoa, that was weird. <laughs> Wolfie was chasing that pig also while looking at me. It's already so late. And, like, next week is Thanksgiving? What? Wasn't it? What? I haven't even, like, looked at potential travel plans to go back home for the holidays or anything. I feel like it's too late now. It's crazy. It's crazy. 
people in my Twitch chat are telling me it's the 14th and not the 15th. You know, when these episodes come up, it will be the 15th. I, I speak as though it is the day the episode is published. I am a Time Lord, after all. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. But, uh, yeah, it, it, like, time transpired very fastly, and I, it's confusing to me. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with it. Ah, indeed. But anyway, when you do uh, donate to Direct Relief, you can ask a question, and I will uh, use that question to give me something to talk about, because clearly I need something to talk about. I'm no good at the small talk. Sockrabbit knows this, and with their generous donation, asked, Minecraft's presence on YouTube today is certainly a shadow. A shadow! That emphasis mine, of what it used to be. Do you think it will ever have a resurgence? Are there any Minecraft Let's Plays that you still enjoy today? I think it's... it's still... perhaps I can be corrected, but the number one video game on YouTube is still Minecraft. Looking at pure videos uploaded and views had, I do believe. It's not it's not your Fortnites or your, your your CODs or your WoWs or your whatever else has an acronym that's easy to forget. It's still Minecraft. So so to say that, I think I think we as those who are on the cusp, the cusp, the early editions, <laughs> the 2001, 11s, 2001, 2011 and prior Minecraft YouTubers, I think we're just of a different generation. The greatest generation, you could say. <laughs> um, I think a lot of the Minecraft content these days is aimed at kids. A lot of the YouTube content these days is aimed at kids. For better or for worse. Mostly for worse, maybe, but... Uh, and it certainly isn't our demographic, but it is still the biggest game. Speaking specifically of just YouTube. So let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. That's not the end of my answer to that question, but I just, I needed to sleep as often is the case here. Um, so yeah. I don't, I don't know the numbers specifically. I just think it's there are different generations right now, different audiences and creators who make it to us seem like, oh, it's not it's not it's not the Mindcrack group. It's not Captain Sparkles and and Yogg's cast anymore at the top of playing Minecraft. It's other people with clickbait and aiming things at kids and mods and whatever, I think. Um, will there ever be a resurgence? I don't... I am not sure of anything anymore <laughs> about YouTube, about Twitch, about the internet, about my job, security, <laughs> if it ever even was a thing that existed. Um, so I have, I have no idea. Like I said previously, 
uh, as some advice. It, it's not about what currently is is in or what's currently hot. It's it's knowing what's next and being able to be on the cusp or be be on the forefront of of what's next. Even if that isn't YouTube or Twitch or whatever it is, that's that's the next big thing. Big air quotes. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um, yeah, it's tough to say as somebody who's outside of it. Like I could say the same thing. Oh, Kerbal Space Program isn't as big as it used to be. Is that true? Probably. Are there still a lot of diehard fans and and even video creators making stuff in it? Yeah. Uh, but just because I'm not playing it, or just because I'm not in the circles. Uh, who are in that community doesn't mean it's still not a thing or even a successful thing, I think. I don't know. It's uh, it's difficult to say, really. And I'm not interested in, in the numbers, in, in playing the tag spam game or, or, you know, trying to arrange my titles in a way that will get search results and clicks or, you know, it, that's not interesting to me. Ooh, is that just a big old pillar? Yeah, look at it. I don't know that that really excited me. It's a it's a good place for a monument, isn't it? It is its own monument. It looks a lot like our season four monument. It's very excited that we're here. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, that's real neat. I gotta 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 get a thumbnail out of this. Oh jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why. Weird. This is weird, wild stuff. Does this stuff see? Does this stuff even happen in current versions of Minecraft? I don't know. All right, Wolfie, you're gonna end up running face first into one of those cacti. It's not a very good picture, but I've done it. <laughs> Very similar question here. Let's see here. Where was it? I've lost it. Along the same lines, I suppose. Oh, oh, there was that other question. Are there any Minecraft Let's Plays that you still enjoy? Not really. Not really. I'm sad to say because there are people who I follow who make Minecraft Let's Plays. It's difficult to say. I don't watch much YouTube anymore, just period. <laughs> and I know that's terrible of me to say, still publishing there. But as a, as a content consumer, it's, it's much less on my own personal forefront of of entertainment, I think. Similarly, though, Cone Dodger 240, newly minted Twitch partner Cone Dodger 240, asks with a donation: Do you think YouTube would have been better off if they never monetized content, added ad revenue for creators? Again, I have no idea. Um, um, but <laughs> like there were a lot of not great decisions that they made, right? I think... 
part of the problem was monetizing everybody. That's clearly where the brakes failed and they lost control of their platform. Um, previously, they were just driving purposefully into ditches and over uh, uh, potholes and things. But it was then that I feel like it got away from them. And not really so much about the, like, exclusivity of it all, but it set up that shift of the culture, if that's a word I can use, where then it did become, you know, now that everybody can monetize, it's not necessarily about... It's not necessarily about creating quality content, it's about those clickbaits, about giving, giving, not making the content and allowing viewers to find it, but making content for viewers. Well, that's hard to say. Having, it's basically having the viewers make the content, if that makes any sense. Like looking at pie charts and saying, this is, this works for this many views. And, and since it's monetized, that's how many views I need. So let's do that. And then, of course, we had all the problems people are mentioning in the chat about, again, targeting children. There's all, I think there's even lawsuits and stuff about how YouTube Kids came about. And now there's all these computer-generated, hashtag-filled, aimed-at-children videos that are not suitable for children, but they make money because hundreds of thousands, if not millions of views somehow get to them because they found the uh, they found the equation that works. And yeah, it's it's hard to say. I think that was certainly not a good decision. And of course, they're rolling back on that. But the damage is already done. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, obviously, if, if monetization was never a thing, then you wouldn't have had, back in the 2011, 2012, 2013s, all these people being able to make a full-time job out of it, right? And then the content wouldn't have been there. Of course, I'm wondering if that is a good, you know, is that a good thing or not? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, th I feel like it was inevitable. It was inevitable. And they, you know, the monetization thing came about prior to the redesigns and Google Plus. You know, monetization was still around when, like, the YouTube channels were almost like MySpace pages. You could set up a an image map link for your own navigation on the top and the custom backgrounds and the good old days, CSS. So yeah, I don't think monetization so so much to say was the problem or would would have changed everything. It's 
so much as many other choices they've made. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a little bit of a struggle. Like, is what what is is it necessary progress? Is all progress good progress? You know, more more roads, wider lanes, faster cars, newer cars, electric cars. You know, is all this new new condos? New channels, new monetization, new this, that, the other, 3D videos, 60 frames per second. Is is all progress good progress? You could you could ask that about anything going on in modern days. Not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure there's always a solid answer for that. But anyway, continuing on, I think they did recently change or are going to change or announce to change that they're changing, they're changing changes, 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 uh, what, what, for an ad, they're changing what constitutes engagement and therefore getting charged. So I'm not sure if that means you're going to see less ads or the ads that are there are going to pay out more often than not. Because, like, if you skip an ad before 15 seconds, I don't know what it was, I don't know that anybody knew what it was, then, oh, that that person doesn't, or that that ad doesn't need to pay money to because their ad wasn't, quote-unquote, engaged with. I think they re- they're reducing the amount of time. Yeah, that might, I'm not sure if that will be a good thing or a bad thing. I think it might just drive down the bid price of ads since since more of them will be engaged with who knows who knows and not honestly a huge concern for me right now in my current state washington i'm in washington oh. and i almost forgot to stop snoring this <laughs> listen listen the middle of November. I'm all confused. The sun is gonna set in like two hours and I only just had lunch. It's fine. It's fine. Let's see. Speaking of Cone Dodger, Dravir asked, how many Twitch staff did you ban on your channel? Listen, I didn't ban them on my channel. I banned them on Cone's channel. (laughs) Oh, why am I making beds? I don't need beds yet. I'm trying to make boats. Um, Cone Dodger, like I just mentioned, got partnered on Twitch, finally, and (laughs) he happened to be streaming when they flipped the switch or whatever, and apparently the new thing for Twitch is to have a bunch of Twitch staff spam your channel spat, spat, chat, while you're live to say you've been partnered or check check your email, whatever, and, uh, I was watching Cone at the time stream and saw his chat suddenly overtaken with all caps and copied and pasted messages from varying accounts. I'm like, uh-oh, he's getting view-botted or spam-botted or something and started banning. Because <laughs> I, uh, I have moderator duties. duties. Uh, turns out it was legitimately an announcement that he was being partnered. <laughs> I only tried to ban like three. I don't even know if it works, because they're Twitch staff and they're unbannable, perhaps. But I only I only I only banned like three. It's fine. It's fine. 
Oh, boy. So that's what that was in reference to with Dravir's question. Capybara Cosmonaut, bringing us back to our, our previous kind of topic. Putting aside your job and personal enjoyment of it. My, my, those two things? <laughs> Together? No, uh, do you think the internet has been a net, get it, net positive, net network, net internet, net positive for society? In light of the last few years, I go back and forth on it myself. That brings me right back to, is is all progress good progress? Question mark? Existential crisis? Question mark? Um, again, there are, I don't think you, you can apply a value to the entire internet and say plus or minus. I mean, I'm sure you could if you're a big enough nerd. Nerds! But I th we can only think of the internet as a technology, as a, a tool, as, you know, no different than highways or international air travel, different technologies and, 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 and tools that are uh, expanding the abilities of individuals and people. It's, uh, yeah, it's difficult to... It's, it's difficult to see it like that when sometimes it seems like its own thing. It's, you know, people, oh, it's diff it's digital world. It's not meat space. It, uh, I'm gonna, it's not real life. I gotta get back to my real life and get off Twitter, you know. I certainly think in a lot of ways it has been and can be used wrong. Um, but it, it it's also... It's also, it's subject to the same rules as the non-internet world. So if there aren't a lot of rules, say, to discourage monopolies and various, there are, you know, uh, uh, anti, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the, what's the other word I'm looking for? The, uh, you know, monopolies. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. Not, uh, bleh. You, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, did we? No, no, I don't think we have. We're still on two, two pixels. Two pixels still. Sorry, somebody thought we were more jittery than before. Um, antitrust. Thank you. Trust. Trust was the word I was looking for. Antitrust laws, if you, you remove those, uh, you know, then we end up with things like Amazon and Facebook and and AT&T buying up all the the various companies that they were forced to split up into when there were antitrust laws now they gobbled them all back up remember singular wireless that was because that existed because AT&T was forced to separate their cellular service for for better competition but then those laws got reversed and they gobbled them back up um, but anyway, so yeah, that's how we end up with those same things. So it certainly, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. Certainly. I think 
I think there's an imbalance of value in certain aspects of the internet, of certain platforms over other platforms. What value does Facebook bring to our lives? What value does Twitter bring to our lives? And who's telling us that value? Is it Facebook and Twitter? Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, another difficult question to answer from somebody like myself who doesn't have any knowledge or any specific book learning on the topic of these these sort of societal and environmental and economical impacts that these things have, whether or not it be monetizing YouTube videos or the internet as a whole. Loink. A lot of technological existentialism in this episode. You guys ask the questions, I simply answer them. And, and not well most of the time. <laughs> not well indeed. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to say. Is my life better off? I can't even say that. I can't even say that. I am very happy with what I'm doing and have been able to do and continue to do. Has it caused me a lot of stress? Heck yeah! Uh, has it changed particular aspects of what I would call my real life that it perhaps I wouldn't have had changed if I wasn't an internet? Absolutely. For the better or worse? I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I can surf on a boat though, so that's a net positive. Da, 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 da. Yeah! Didn't even touch water on that one. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's rough. <laughs> that's really a tough question to answer. I have been thinking more and more about what I need to do to take a break. I don't like. I see a lot of people who take like vacations, digital detox, if you will, from checking their phones or uninstalling Twitter. Or... I think my problem is I'm always home, so I'm always like that. That that's. Just a, an aspect of being home is being able to check these things. Also, it's my job, which may be more of an excuse than a reality, but... Yeah, I've certainly thought about that. I've certainly thought about that. And it, it means different things for different people, too. Indeed. Room Viking. Bringing us down a notch from the existentialism. Shark diving, bungee jumping, or skydiving? Shark diving. I don't... Uh, everybody I've ever talked to who's done bungee jumping is like, it's a very convenient way to get a headache. <laughs> so, no thanks for that. And skydiving? Uh, I... Mm, it seems interesting to me. But... Like, because I like flying in planes and whatever. But I'd rather, I'd rather like fly the plane. <laughs> Could I just fly the plane? That that would be more of a thrill for me than jumping out of the plane. So, but of those, of those, 
of those uh, choices you gave me. Shark diving. Really, really cool to see some sharks. Never seen a shark in the wild. I already mentioned this. Like, if I could interact with a animal without any problem, it would be a great white shark. Because they're cool. Room Viking then also asks, what do you think is the greatest invention of all time? The internet, clearly! No. <laughs> um, of all time? Well, like, if you want to get nerdy about it, it would be the written word, right? That's kind of what has allowed us science and the ability to transmit information across generations, extending knowledge beyond that of a simple lifetime, is, is what the written word has brought us. I would say, obviously before then it was spoken word and whatnot, but sure, the written word from, from a guy who never reads the greatest invention of all time was the written word. Brought to us by the Phoenicians. No, I don't know. Who 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 started writing stuff? I mean, there's writing and then... Oh, hi! And then there's, like, the printing press. Two different things within the same construct. Cone Dodger says it's the uh, 1991 Nissan 240SX. <laughs> Leaf springs. No. <laughs> All right, let's not accidentally fall into bed. This is a goal of mine. We have Wolfie to make sure it doesn't happen. That Wolfie's not going to stop anything. All right, so let's make those beds. And remind you, farlandsbus.com is where you can keep donating to Direct Relief. And, and you, you yourself can start a whole new existential crisis right here on Twitch. I mean on YouTube. I mean on Farlands or Bust. Podcast? Sure, there's a podcast too. It's everywhere. Um, and also help out Direct Relief, who uh, does a lot of good work, including, most recently, providing these, these proper, uh, uh, what are they called, face masks, respirator, for for people affected by the California wildfires, for for both people and and uh, workers, rescue workers, <laughs> don't accidentally fall in the bed. And uh, yeah, that's just one of the smallest things Direct Relief does. So farlinesofbus.com is where you can do that, right, Wolfie? No. Yeah, sure. Why not? And uh, I do appreciate you hanging out and watching or listening to this episode. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Is my life better off? I can't even say that. <laughs>